Hey, he got our phone and brought him back. Look, that was <laughs> and that was even funnier. Because Ez was like, yo, Mike kicked Dwight out the group. I'm like, huh? He's like, yeah, bro, he ain't have an iPhone. I was like, yo, you got to be kidding me. He's like, nah, Mike ain't playing that shit. And then Dwight got one and came back. I said, oh, this is great. Poor Dwight. Hey, man. Yeah, you got to be honest with you, with, with you, with yourself. You got to be honest with your homeboys, man. Facts. Well, nobody's being honest with nobody nowadays. Which is, <laughs> at all. Which is the issue. All right, where your video at, man? Because I got to hear this. All right, we're going to go come in hot today. Please do. So, welcome to the Black Dads Club. Make sure you follow us on all social media outlets. Oh, I'm going to do the intro. We just got to get this out the way so I get a laugh here. Let's go and get drop this. You hear it? Can you hear it? Because I believe in family. So, until one of those things happen, that man needs to be your friend. And you can't build a friendship when you get the courts involved to put him on child support to make these small ass payments because you're low key living off the payments. Child support to be spiteful and to, you know, try to help maintain their life. I'm not built for that, okay? I would rather just work a little bit harder and deal with the headache of having to work a little bit harder or go a little bit harder than to put my baby daddy on child support. I'm not doing it. I'm not putting my baby. I'll never put my baby father on child support. Well, I'm gone, he's gone, or the baby's gone, we have to communicate because I believe in family. So until one of those things happen, that man needs to be your friend. And you can't build a friendship when you get the courts involved to put him on child support to make these small ass payments because you're low key living off the payments. Child support to be spiteful and to, you know, try to help maintain their life. I'm not built for that, okay? I would rather just work a little bit harder and deal with the headache of having to work a little bit harder or go a little bit harder than to put my baby daddy on child support. I'm not doing it. I'm mm. not putting my baby. And she fine too. Well, she sounds fine, but. <laughs> All right. Now, I would just read a couple comments real quick though. All right, first comment. This is gonna be, it, you know what? Should, should I say her name? You know, you know who that is. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, so her comment is, nope. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I understand why she's saying that, but yeah. this, I'm about to laugh. Yeah. You know, it, let's see here. My man said I should have had sex with her back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he do. And most of the women are like, good for you. That's your choice. Every woman, this is your choice. Child support is for the child. Mm-hmm. Depends on the situation. Okay. She sounds crazy. Okay. Uh, to each his own. Okay. Uh, let's see here. That, honestly, that that's that's like the bulk of it, right? Okay, is this is this uh, female simping? I believe so. <laughs> you know what? Is it female simping? Absolutely. Though? It is she pandering to men? Absolutely. And it's a couple women who do that, but I mean, for the most part, we as men be like, oh, they right. But yeah, we 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 do be like they're right. But so let's okay, so let's look at the difference between female simping. And male simping, right? Okay. At no point did she bash any women, right? She yeah. never said anything about women. She never said, you know, y'all women need to stop. She was just like, yo, this doesn't work. This is what I believe. I believe in family. I need this dude to be my friend. This is the best situation, right? Now, when male simping happened, it's like, men ain't shit. You know, men cheat. Yeah. Y'all boys not doing this. It's like putting down men so you can make so you, yourself look better. Yes. I don't, you don't mean it. I don't feel like she put down women here. Okay, so... First of all, do you believe in child support? Yes. So I do as well. Yes. Now, is, is child support weaponized has to be a question that comes right behind that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Is, 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 do baby mama terrorists exist, right? 
Yes, absolutely. <laughs> right? Like, you know, this ideal of, you know, like men that's not on child support, you know, if they try to assert themselves into their child lives, mm-hmm. you know, that 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 cruise missile comes out there like, hey, you see that see that child support cruise missile? Do you want me to point it at you? And then dudes be like, Well, now I can't do what I want to do with my child. Or tell the truth. To yeah, you. exactly. So I cause I right, so she says she doesn't believe in child support. My thing, and she believes in this idea of family. So what happens, my question to her be, what happens if your man say, hey, it, let me put it like this. He doesn't live with you. So y'all must already have a 50-50 agreement. Yeah. Or I mean, or, or, yeah, I mean, or not, because if you, if you are, if a lot of high earning jobs, you're not at home, right? If you, yeah. if you work on an oil rig, right? If you're mm-hmm. an engineer, a mechanical engineer, a civil engineer, these are all jobs where you're never going to be home, right? Absolutely. And not home because you got late hours. Not home literally because your job could be 200 miles away from where yeah. you know where you live. Absolutely. If you're a pilot, if you're a surgeon, like there's so many jobs out there that you know outside of truck drivers that work a third shift and things of that nature. Yeah, yeah. There's so many jobs out there that if you make a ton of money, you are not at home. If you absolutely if you're a videographer, if you if you're a photographer, yeah, if you're, you know? especially <laughs> if you're a wedding photographer. Yeah, it's like there's so many jobs where you're not going to be nowhere near home that you can make a lot of money. So sometimes it's not even like the 50-50. It's like, yo, as the mom, you are going to have the kids majority of the time, but that doesn't mean that I'm not pulling my weight or I'm not doing my part. Absolutely. So again, I hate when child support is weaponized. If a woman needs help, absolutely, right? Yeah. You know, but here's the thing: if you have a two bedroom apartment, and I have a two bedroom apartment, you know, like we got the same thing, right? Absolutely. You know, what I'm saying now, if you are going from a one bedroom to a two bedroom because we have a child together, right? Then you know, if I ha- if I have the excess, of course I should help. So yes, I believe in child support in the sense of. If she needs help or anytime there's something to deal with the child, to be honest, I, I prefer to just come out of pocket and just be like, hey, what's my half or what do you need? Mm-hmm. But if the communication have just went that bad or if a man is that petty, then, yeah, you know, you, you might need to bring the courts in. But I absolutely agree with her. The moment you bring the courts in, man, it's over. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've it's never, over. I've never heard anybody that has went to court and said, hey, A, I got what I wanted. Yeah. Like, even the women who get full cussy, blah, 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 they still don't get what they want because that, that shit is never good enough. Yeah, because they want to they totally excommunicate the kid, yeah, the father or, from the kid's life. Or I really wanted to be with you, and I'm doing this out of spite, yeah. and now you have every right to say, yo, you get my money every month, I ain't got to talk I, to you. Dude, <laughs> I cannot tell you when I, was, when I was going through court how many times like I seen people in custody court, right, mm-hmm. and the women missed mm-hmm. the men. Yeah. A lot of you not like the women, the dude is in there. Like, and like dudes still care because, you know, we're men and like yeah. we don't fall in love with a bunch of women in the first place. Like you, that shit might happen two, three times in our whole life. Like, it just don't happen. Right. So like the dude is already annoyed. He has to be there because this is a woman that he cares about. Absolutely. I cannot tell you how many times th- that woman would look over there with tears in her fucking eyes, man. Like I miss the dude and the dude will be in there with another woman. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like it's, it's sad, bro. And but. I look at it like this. I always say this to people. I'm like, yo, child support ain't for you. It's for the kid. Um, and don't take money out of your kid's mouth. Like, because, you know, there is some women. Let's say scrub her. I've talked to women who say, y'all don't believe in child support because if he don't want to take care of his kid, he, ain't, he you know, I just handled myself. And it's like, damn. So when it's time for your kid to go to college, what happens to all that money that you could have got from him? Like, Yo, let's say you can take care of it, but he don't want to be there. He's not doing whatever. It's like, yo, so 
you just cool, you allowing another man to be a deadbeat. That's kind of how I look but at it, but it. But it also goes back to the conversation that we had last season when we pretty much was like, yo, this ideal of having babies out of wedlock, we got to dead it. We Absolutely. have to destroy Look, and what's, what's crazy is we caught call hell for it. That's what's crazy. We did caught we not <laughs> yeah we caught major hell for it. But what's funny is like y'all would know somebody for six months and get pregnant, and that's not weird. But the ideal of getting married to somebody is weird. Children is a more of a commitment than marriage, right? If you get Absolutely. married and y'all don't have kids, there are some states you could be out of that fucking marriage in a month, mm-hmm. right? But when you well, you have a child, bro. There's no getting away from that, bro. Y'all are gonna have this child together forever, man. So this idea that having babies out of wedlock isn't weird. This this is weird as fuck, bro. You know what? That is the joke. If we meet somebody, damn, that makes so much sense. If if somebody came to you and be like, "Yo, I met her three months ago and we got married," you'd be like, "Bro, what the hell was you doing?" Yeah, but like you don't says, know them. No, I had sex with her three months ago, and we having a kid. You would just be like, "All right, bro." Like it's it's like that. It's, yeah, it's we weird. we've normalized this idea of <laughs> I can smash raw, right, and find her ovulation date. That's cool. <laughs> but but if I want, but if I meet her and fall in love, and I want to marry her, that's weird, bro. We have we got to change the way that we think, and there, and there's so much information, man. That I I think thank God for the internet, and thank God for the iPhone, man. You sure? Yes, because because without it, we'd still be believing things that just simply not true. We were talking before the pod, and I was like, "Well, I I think I found something else that we believe that's that's not true." Like mm. this idea that you know, there's a scarcity when it comes to men, and I was like, "So when I did the numbers, when I looked at the numbers of childless single black men, right, fifty three percent. When I did childless sing, single black women." It was 40%, right? Mm. Now, to me, that that number's low as hell. I was on blackdemographics.com if y'all want to look this up. So what I, I so I then looked at the population, right? How many men they are, how many women they are, put that percentage in. There's 10.6 million childless single black men, mm. right? There's only 8.8 million childless single black women. So now, we're not even talking to our audience anymore, right? Yeah. We're not even talking to us anymore. We're talking about raising our sons and our daughters, sons. right? You. So when we're trying to raise our kids in this environment, I have to let my son know that, hey, if you find an attractive, single, childless, cooperative woman, you got to settle the fuck down because you know what? There's not a lot of them out there. And I and, and, and I actually, I lived in a bubble where I thought it was a lot of them, right? So, you know, I, I'm a young black man, pocket full of money, no kids, mm-hmm. and I'm just, I'm cycling through them, right? Yeah. Right? Because I'm thinking like, yo, this this is a never-ending supply of what I think is available because society nope. has told me that there's not a scarcity. Nope. And then when I get older, right, and I'm like, yo, there's not that many out here. Absolutely not. Right? There, This idea that there's not a lot of good, quote-unquote, black men, no, there, there's more. There's more good black men than there are available good black women. Absolutely. And not saying that if you have a kid, you're not a good or bad person no we talk about our but, kids here right but there yeah. is this thing where society has taught us that black men are deadbeats we found out that wasn't true they tell us men are deadbeats <laughs> yes we found out that is that's not, not true not true and the sad part is and fellas we gotta always think about this we we have to like really get down and say all right we gotta change this narrative and put the stuff out there because you can go on facebook right now and everybody will tell you yo men ain't shit yep men are deadbeats blah blah yep. blah then you give these individuals, whether it's simps or women, um, they go hand in hand. You give them this information, and then they will argue down and tell you 
hey, the facts don't match. Yeah. <laughs> or they, they, they don't apply in this situation. It's like, no, no, no. You told me men are deadbeats. I'm telling you three out of five dads are married. What yeah. You, what, you want, what you want to say? What you want to, what you want to do with that information? And, that, and that's why I, I like the fact that we do sit here and we do talk to black dads because changing the narrative allows us to now work off of new information, right? Absolutely. If we keep working off the old information, then we're 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 gonna sit here and believe that like yo, all men are deadbeats. Like, no, the majority of the majority, 85% of men, black men that have had children have had all their children with one woman. Mm-hmm. 85%, right? Yeah. That that number is not 85% for women. I and I don't even have to go into it today, but it's like, yo, like we gotta stop having sexual discipline after we fuck up the first time. Yeah. <laughs> we we gotta have sexual discipline before, right? I was out. I was out with a young lady on Sunday. She called me out. Was she cute? She was alright. <laughs> so lost a listener. Yeah. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> we go out, right? And then, like, you know, she just telling me, like, you know, like all these dates that she just go on, man. I was just like, yo, you date a lot, because I mean, it was going. It was friendly. Okay. She's interested, but you know, I'm not interested. Or okay. But anyway, I go out and I paid. By the way, if anybody's wondering, so. yeah. So she gonna send the bill to the, to the pot. <laughs> we go. We go. We go out. And then she's telling me about like this guy had invited her to like go um, on this trip like to New York City with her, whatever. Mm-hmm. So she, so he bought her a plane ticket, right? Okay, he paid for her to get there, but he doesn't even know the woman, right? So you know, we you know what we call those men, mm. all right? Starts with an S. Starts with an S, right? <laughs> Symptastic, right? Ends with an S. <laughs> <laughs> so he buys her the plane ticket. So the day before she goes or whatever, she mentions she was like, uh, she hits him up and she was like, hey. Uh, are you going to get me an Uber from my house to the airport? Right? Okay. Now, he doesn't know this woman. He's already paid for the plane ticket. He's going to pay for the whole weekend. At this point, he probably should have just ate the 40 bucks, right? Absolutely. He but, should have. But, but, but I think he realized at this point that, you know, she's going to push and she's never going to stop pushing. She's right? needy. She's needy. Not only she's needy, she's cheap, and she's she's using him. Absolutely. Right? Clearly. So the Uber. they get words. They have words or whatever. Oh, um, she cancels her plane ticket, takes the plane ticket credit, books another flight, right? So I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm just listening to the stories like all night. And what I realized, I think we said this on the last podcast, that online dating is just a dick and dinner buffet for women. Absolutely. Just, that's all it is. In halftime, they don't even get to dick. They just get dinner. <laughs> they just get and to dinner. And then they get y'all too drunk and let y'all go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> she, so she goes on and on, and then I'm like, um, I was like, yo, it's like, for all this dating you do, I was like, what are you looking for? Mm. Right? Like, like, do you want a man or do you just, are you, are you just going to ride this shit out until, because she's in her 40s. Okay. So she's not even young anymore, right? Nah. I'm like, are you just going to ride this shit out until what, 50? Like, what, like, what's, what's the plan here? She almost a cougar. Yeah. She, she doesn't, she doesn't have a plan. Well, uh, well. She doesn't, she doesn't have a plan. And, that, and that's why I be telling y'all guys, man. Get the fuck off these day naps, bro. That part, but then also like date with intention. We we talked about getting off date naps. Yeah. Um, and I told you, I said, yo, well, I've taken photos of a lot of people that have met on dating apps, but all of them, a hundred percent of them said, I got on the app with intentions. I did not go on that one date unless the other person I was talking to or matched with had intentions. And it was it was interesting listening to these dudes say, yo, literally. I was telling girls first time, like, hey, I'm not here just to sleep with you. I'm here to actually get to know you, whatever. And he and a lot of the dudes was just like, yo, you should you'd be surprised how many women was just like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> and he was like, and one of the cats particular, man, he's a real good guy, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? From all in 
you know. On occasion, I remember I was talking to him, and he was just like, bro, like, when I matched with her, I was just tired. And I told her, I said, look, I'm just letting you know, this is what I'm here for. One day I want to get married. One day I want to have kids. You know, I'm not saying that I'm trying to rush there. Yeah. But I am saying I want to get to know you to see if that's a possibility. And he was like, when she told me yes, like, cool, let's go on a date. Yeah. I was, like, shocked. Yeah. And he was like, bro, because I was telling girls, like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Hey, I want a date with intentions or I'm serious, you know, whatever. And they were just like, no, unmatched, blocked, yeah. like, whatever. And he was like, it was kind of weird to me. He's like, but I was like, whatever. He because it's a dinner and dick buffet, bro. Absolutely. Like, like, okay, let's be clear. Uh huh. If sixty percent of black women have children, what's one thing that we know that they're doing for sure to have these children? Uh, we know they're fucking, right? They having sex. They having sex, right? Yeah. So, so this halo effect that men have for women, it creates such a blind spot that it it keep causing men to run into emotional accidents mm-hmm. because this halo effect is like, yo, it's like she's, she's special. And we're taught that men are high testosterone driven, mm-hmm. which is true probably to about 27, 28. And then, you know, and you hit your thirties and then that shit just gone. Like you just, now you got your logical sense and you can actually be a real man and a caring man because your testosterone is dropped. But this idea, if, if 60% of black women have children, all right, they're interested in fucking Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So to, so to play with this idea to be like, you know, they're haloed and they're just yeah. angelic, <laughs> it doesn't work with reality. All right? Now, I have not called any woman any name. So please don't misunderstand what I'm saying. Well, they're going to do But this, for so. me to say that, you know, that I'm saying that, like, women are devils is not what I'm saying. <laughs> what I'm saying is that the same place that men are, women are right there. We're equal, right? Absolutely. Men are not better than women. Women are not better than men. Now, Certain people are better than other people. Certain people have made better decisions (laughs) than other people, right? And that makes you better. But what's between your legs doesn't make you better or worse than anybody else. Men have to get that clear understanding because if you don't understand, if you don't get that clear understanding, you're going to run out here and and you're going to run into a good woman and you're going to be like, I could do better. Mm. And the truth of the matter in this environment, chances are no. Mm. Men need to be married. Men have more sex in marriage than they have when they're not married. Absolutely. Which kind of threw me off because <laughs> by all the indications of what I was hearing was, yo, bro, it's over after this. And, you know, I was thinking, I was like, all right, cool, bet. Like, whatever, it's going to go down. And then I was talking to some of my boys that single, and they was just like, nah, bro. Bro, it's. It ain't, it ain't like that. And I was like, especially during COVID. Duh. Really just like, yo, bro. Nobody get no ass. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? I was like, what y'all mean? They was like, nah, bro. And then the, even dudes who I knew, they was like, yo. I'm not even trying to be sleeping. He's like, bro, you all up in some chick face and you don't know. And he's like, these birds be out here Bruh, everywhere. I recycled so hard during COVID. I know a lot of y'all was. But I was just <laughs> like, because to his point, yeah, man, you, it, wasn't, it wasn't no streets in, during COVID, <laughs> man. It wasn't no streets. I, well, I almost I almost got back with a recycle, Look, boy. man, yo, <laughs> Mike misses you just to let you know. Hey, I was you, watching one of the old videos. But you know that, right. See? Please act right for my boy. Um, I want to welcome everybody to the Black Dads Club. Um, this is an amazing podcast. I want to thank everybody, first of all, uh, for tuning in, for tapping in. Uh, the DMs I get. Um, actually, you know, I got a bunch of DMs from a bunch of women last week. And they were very appreciative of A, the dad tips, and B, um, us talking highly about our sons and when our guests talk about their kids. And, you know, it's sad because 
I do, when I say it's sad, I'm going to tell you what I said. But I do realize, like, a lot of women who are raising young men do tune in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it's feel like, yo, I can either learn something to help my son or I can let my son listen to certain parts, whatever. And I do want to say I appreciate y'all for tuning in. And, you know, we're going to give y'all even better men so we yeah. can change the narrative. <laughs> How about that? Definitely. Um, so, and, you know, um, the dad tip of the week, I want to go to a video. Um, I posted it and I tagged us in it from Cal King. He came on my photography podcast. Yeah. And uh, I was talking to him and it was something that I hope all of us can learn to do. But he's, he talked about how he attached goals to his son. Mm. Um, and when he talks to his son about his emotions that he's going through, his feelings, he said, I always, attach an, I always attach a goal to whatever he's going through so we can now, so he can now become a problem solver. Yes. To, to, you know, to accomplish that goal and we can change his mode, his mood, you know, his emotions. And so um, we got to start doing that. You know, I think a lot of times we just, Yo, you upset? Why you mad? Yeah. Okay, you mad? All right. You'll be, you'll be all right, whatever. But it's just like, you know, he talked about like, yo, when my son cries, I asked him like, why is he sad? What's the emotion do he want to accomplish? All right, now, and his son is six, which yeah. even blew my mind. He was like, now I'm working with him to say, all right, what steps do you need to take? Do I need to take? Do we as a family need to take? So your emotions or your feelings or your state. I like that last change. part. Like, I, cause I don't do that last part. Like what steps we need to take. Yeah. Like I, I am like emotionally in tune because a lot of times, one, one of the things that I, I, I realized early on was like anger was a masking emotion. Right. Mm -hmm. So, so as a child, y'all probably think I'm angry now. Y'all really should have known me about 20 years ago. You talking about angry. I did not know that. Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. But it was like, you know, you start, you start like figuring out like, you know, like what, what's, what's making you sad or what's mm -hmm. making you, I think two podcasts, Mm -hmm. We talked. We talked yep. about this. Talk about anger too. Yeah. So I, I like that he's saying like, what steps can we, you know, do as a family to help you accomplish those goals? I, I think that's solid as hell. Like, no, good shit, good dad, bro. Hey, absolutely. And uh, Miles Bridges, we wish you would have listened to that angry podcast. Uh, yeah, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't catch that one, man. He didn't um, catch it at all. You, um, you cannot, fellas. It's just you, absolutely, one hundred percent cannot um, put your hands on a woman. Absolutely. You cannot. And, and look, and I know a lot of us, a lot of us have ended up in situations where it was retaliatory. Mm -hmm. um, but it's one of those things that if if a woman is, if she's out of pocket, if she's belligerent, if she's screaming, God forbid, if she puts her hands on you, she has to go. Yeah, you know what I'm saying because that's not an environment as a man that you can live in. It just, it, it's it's just not. And I think we've normalized a lot of abuse that we accept you know, from women, right? Mm -hmm. Whether it's, you know, something being thrown at us, right? Even if it don't hit us, right? Like, the yeah. fact that it was thrown, that that's a behavior that we've normalized and we, we really shouldn't accept. You know, I remember in college, man, like, a dude getting his car, his uh, key car, I mean, his car keyed up. Mm -hmm. That was like a normal occurrence, man. And, like, no one ever went to jail for that. Nah, like, never. <laughs> never. And it's Property just, damage, what's that? <laughs> yeah, so it's, just, it's one of those things where I think we've normalized so many behaviors and... The men, the men who don't understand their anger and they don't understand their emotions, they get caught. Yeah. Right? Like I don't, I don't even think it's intentional. I think there's real abusers out there, and I, I don't know Miles Bridges. I'm not capable for Miles Bridges, but I, but I do think that the ideal of you know abuse sometimes is, it's just, it's oversold, right? I think mm -hmm. sometimes people just yeah. having a bad day, and things happen. Not saying this will happen with Miles Bridges, but what I'm saying is like, yo. We have to be so cognizant of that that we can't even allow that to happen. Absolutely. Because no matter what it is, bro, like if you're in an argument, 
it's gonna look bad on camera, right? If somebody recorded mm-hmm. you and your woman arguing, and they just took the words out, right? You can't hear what anybody's saying. Yep. You just see two people yelling and screaming at each other, putting their hands in each other's face. It's gonna look terrible. Absolutely, it's not gonna look good. It's not gonna look good, especially when you six eight. Yeah, and it's like this: the thing, That's the sad part. You you have to you have to get to the point to where you can offer enough grace. To whereas you understand why somebody is upset, right? Mm-hmm. They now they don't get to talk to you any kind of way. Like you don't have to accept that. I'm not not saying that, <clears throat> but you also don't have to allow that person to change your emotional well being. There's no one should have that kind of power over you. Absolutely, you should have that kind of power over yourself. Period. Absolutely. Shout out to the Black Dance Club for holding black men accountable. Definitely. Look, that's how we're gonna do it. All right. So you got a story about a plane ticket. Oh, we already told that. No, 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 oh. no. No, what, what we need to... Oh, okay, so we need to go to the selling catalogs thing because me, me and you had a beef on there, and then we're going to go to part two that I want to talk about. But no, but go but go ahead. Because I said okay. that these dudes should not be selling 100% of their catalogs, man. And what, and what happens <laughs> last week, they've been selling their catalogs for the last three years, and these hedge funds done did what they do. They do what they do. They now they don't went renegotiated the publisher rates, and now everything that they don't bought is worth forty four percent more. Okay, so here's the issue. A few years ago, everybody, a lot of big people started selling their catalog. Um, the Dream, I want to say, L. A. Reed sold. Yeah, his, he sold his. Uh, I, I want to say Kale sell sold his. R. Kelly. Yeah. Yeah, well, his catalog wasn't making no money, so he did whatever. But, I, I mean, he's definitely going to do much now. Um, but Justin Timberlake sold his. Um, and so this started off because Irv Gotti sold 50% for $100 million, and then he got a $200 million line of credit. No, I thought he sold 100, 100%. Mm-hmm. He only did 50 He only did 50 yeah, Okay, that, did 50. see, now that's smart. So I take back what I said about Irv <laughs> in the group chat. So Mike said, I, my stance is this. If I'm no longer in music, if I don't do music anymore, and I I understood why people were selling their catalogs. Because for me, I look at it and say, a lot of these cats don't own their music anyway. Yeah. They own percentages of percentages of songs. So I think that we can agree, or at least some part of us can agree with that as time goes along, especially with these new age artists, especially with I'm talking like nineties on. Their catalog diminishes every day. It depreciates. And yeah. so Mike, yesterday in a group <laughs> chat, was he brought up some dude from the 40s. And I'm like, we're not talking about him anymore. But, we, but we're talking about that residual income. So we talked so talk about Bing Crosby, White Christmas, right? Uh-huh. That song makes $600,000 a year. Uh-huh. Now, that's a lot of money today, right? That song, yeah. they, they say that song is made over $60 million, you know, and being everybody knows who Bing Crosby is. I can't tell you a Bing Crosby song, but we know the name. Okay, right? Uh, Mariah Carey, uh, "All I Want for Christmas." Yes. She makes half a million dollars a year for that song playing from. I don't, she, the way, I'm about to say the way y'all January. celebrate Christmas now. Hell, from Halloween, Look, near. <laughs> bro. When you leave, when you go to the mall on November first, they already playing Mariah Carey. I'm yeah. like, don't even look at a Macy's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like. You never know what song is going to take off. And this, and this is what sparked when I was like, yo, it should be a hard stop in the hip-hop, rap, R&B community to sell it in their catalogs 100% anymore. There was a commercial that came on one night. It was a, it was a, it was a commercial for like a washing dryer set, mm-hmm. and they were playing ODB. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, like, who, 
First off, if ODB owned his masters, they would never play ODB in this fucking commercial. Absolutely. So the, it's the fact that there's a hedge fund out there uh-huh. that owns ODB masters, that they're Absolutely. playing the song. So I'm like, look, sell half so they'll do the work, but you but you got to get paid, though. Because if you sell 100%, bro, I, I, I cannot imagine the regret of sitting down hearing my shit play and a check is not being cut for that shit. Absolutely. But the problem is, as a lot of these young cats now, they sample so much music. That is true. That they, 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 ba- they barely get paid anyway. So they look at it and go, yo, I like, I, you know what? I'm going to just make off my, all my money out touring. You know, it's not surprising that some of these artists live on tour. Like, literally. Well, yeah, I mean, because if, if you don't own the music, you don't really have a choice. Yeah, you don't have a choice. And so we go through, I think, you know, you get parts of a penny. You get a third of a penny for a stream. And then they fudging them numbers. I got a um an email probably about two weeks ago from Spotify saying, hey, we're changing podcast stream numbers. So I'm like, okay, what does that mean? Yeah. How can... I mean, we ain't making no money off that. Anyway. Absolutely. But please I'm go like, support the pod. Please do. We need a subscription tier. But the problem <laughs> is, I'm looking at it, if one week, you know, if you listen 30% of the podcast, it counts as a listen, and then you're telling me now somebody need to listen to 99%, and then I'm like, cool, but then you're telling me, hey, instead of needing 15 listens to get a dollar, now you need 1,500 listens to get a dollar. I'm like, where are you, where are you pulling this from? Oh, y'all making it up. Yeah. And so I look at the catalog thing. I look at somebody like Justin Timberlake, right? He sold his catalog, so now that he's in his own deal, he's going to own all his masters. Now he'll own that catalog versus everything in the past. I'm pretty sure, bro. Justified, I'm pretty sure Pharrell has, you know, a part of that album as far as the masters, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. pretty sure Universal Music Group or whoever he signed to, I'm just making up shit now. Yeah. They own part of that. You know, the NSYNC, we already know that that check ain't shit. Yeah, yeah well, that they're not getting anything off of yeah, that Yeah, so if you're telling me, yo, Justin, we're going to give you you know, $80 million for your catalog. I'm just throwing out a number. And he's like, well, I don't, I don't make nothing off NSYNC anyway. But, you know, now you might start seeing, look, Target might say, yo, we need we need buy, 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 buy NSYNC. We're yeah, play sell, that sell have. That's my point, man. Like, this, this idea of these dudes just selling 100% of everything, that shit is mind-numbing so to me. So what, what do you say to business owners who say, hey, I got over the business. I sold my business to move on to the next business. No, that's cool because because that's not your name, image, or likeness. All right? You, is it di- you, like, all right. Yeah. Title is Jay-Z. He sold 100% of title. He did. Yeah. But we would look differently if Jay-Z sold his masters. Like, I, Absolutely, if, because when your voice is on something, mm-hmm. it, yeah, it's, it's, it's totally different because you're always going to hear you, right? Like, like, it's like the voice in your head, right? A song can't play that I've sung. That's going to be like the voice in my head. I'm not so selling like the, the voice in my head. You don't like the reminder that. <laughs> yeah, that you getting fucked? Of course not. No. I want to get fucked once and forget about it. It's traumatizing. I don't want to be reminded of my fucking trauma. Hell no. <laughs> it might sound like Ed or Ed sound like whatever. Yeah, <laughs> he sounds just like his brother. That is funny. All right, man. So look. For y'all artists out here, please stop selling y'all catalog for Mike. At least half of it. Yeah. Hey, keep something for your kids, man. Like, you have to build a fucking legacy. You have to. Like, sell half. Because what we said in the group chat, you got to sell enough to make them want to do the work, but not enough to fuck you. Absolutely. Now, I do do absolutely agree with that. Because they did the work. That 44% increase? 
Oh, that's yeah, the hedge funds over there kicking ass at, yeah. at all these at these publishing companies, these labels threatening court. See, see, they no one else would have been able to do that, right? So yeah. the hedge funds done bought so much music, they don't went through every fucking contract that they were able to go back and get all this shit renegotiated, right? Because they mm-hmm. got a fucking billion dollar law firm on tab. Our yeah. artists don't have that. Absolutely not. Well, what should scare artists is. What do they know that's coming that we do not know? That's uh, absolutely, and uh, and like, and that, and that's my point. If you don't have to sell your shit, I would not sell. Like when I saw the LA Reed had sold a hundred percent back in yeah. two thousand eighteen, damn, they got you. Yeah, but LA Reed got to be a board on this, on this, uh, whoever he sold it to, he's yeah. a board member. So it's kind of it's an interesting thing. But I always look at it as like I thought it was super funny that they stopped suing people. Remember when they was, like, taking these random people to court for, like, making yeah. copies of CDs yep. and stuff? And then one day it was just stopped. And I was just like, well, shit, I guess I'm good now because I had a bunch of them. <laughs> I was like, I'm good. And then you realize, like, oh, now we have Apple Music. Now mm-hmm. you can stream stuff. And it's like, you can't take her to court for making copies of something when, you know, this is coming. And, you know, it was funny because I was listening to, um, damn, oh, my gosh. Leo Cohen was doing a uh he was doing an interview and he said, yeah, you know, um, we laughed when they decided to make CDs. He said, because everybody we had on vinyl, we was going to be able to sell their music again. again. <laughs> he was like, then we laughed once they put it on streaming because then we was like, yo, we can put it there. Yeah. Make, sell it again. And now, Lord and behold, Leo Cohen is now an executive at YouTube. It's no coincidence that YouTube is their music now counts for streams yeah. to Billboard. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, I'm thinking, I'm like, what's coming next, bro? Because you got Amazon Music now. You know what I'm saying? It used to just be Spotify. Now you got Apple Music. Now you got Amazon. Something else is coming, and I can't even think of it because if I would have, yeah, you we, we'd be we wouldn't there. be here. Yeah, we'd be somewhere else. All right, we're, you ready to talk about some preferences? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go. Let's go in. Let's go into preferences today. All right. Or, 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 or are we going to go into the group story of should men cheat? What should men cheat? Okay. So <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna read I'm gonna read an article. Well, not an article. I'm gonna read a snippet real quick, right? So this uh-huh. is one of these black men's group. One of these, uh, I guess, red pill groups that I'm in. Uh huh. So dude says men gonna cheat no matter what, except the fact that it is gonna happen. You can only hope he doesn't cheat with someone you know. Doesn't mean he doesn't love you. We love you, just not enough to be faithful. Now, I'm gonna just say, all right, I'm gonna say in the comment section, and this is this is this is probably a red pill group. I'm gonna say that the the comments are torn 50-50 here, right? Okay. Um, and this is and this is what I would what I would say. Like some men were just like, ah, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, you know, the whole Kevin Samuels men's exercise options. We saw a lot of that in there. Uh, okay. Which I disagree. I think I think even on the pod we had said like, nah, we disagree with that bullshit. And then you know you got a lot of men just like, nah, man, this this is bullshit, right? Mm-hmm. So let's address it, man. Like you know, to to fellows out there that that do cheat. I mean, we know, we know a lot of black dads. A lot of y'all in relationships are married. Um, you know, not to put your business out there in the street, but I'm pretty sure some of y'all are cheating because statistically, <laughs> <laughs> that shit happens, <laughs> right? And I'm not here to, to shame or judge anybody for for that. Um, but should you feel like you're entitled to cheat? For any reason? No, I think that's corny. How about um, if you're rich? Okay. <laughs> like, 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 like. What, what is the that dollar means, amount that 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 a man should um, be expected to cheat? Let me put it like this: I believe it's certain. Damn. Now this sounds bad, and I'm apologizing <laughs> before I get started. Um, if you are married 
to a professional athlete or dating one? Especially if it's a public athlete. And what I mean public is anybody in the NBA, I don't care. Yeah. And a high recognizable popular athlete in any other other sports yeah. nba players they don't wear helmets so literally you know what they look like and you can spot them yeah they cheat and they going to and it's literally i've seen it myself mike most people knows i used to work at a hotel and that's why all the basketball players say that and they all cheated i'm just throw it out there if, they, <laughs> if you are married to one and you go home and he say he didn't cheat on you he did not cheat on you i'm letting you know that now everybody else cheated and the, the reason why is it's access. It's literally it is, just it, access. It is 100% access. I've seen women go up to athletes and just say, I will do X, Y, and Z. Um, it's not, and you know, I've seen women sneak in. I've seen women, like, it's literally access, which is another reason why I definitely agree that women don't like women because y'all do this to each other all the time. <laughs> you know he got a wife and a girl because you say her name, you talk about it, and you ask, can you do X, Y, and Z? So I do believe is that. Now, when it comes to salary, yes, it is a certain salary that I do believe you got to understand that your man probably is going to have access. I'm going to stay. Yeah, he have access to cheating. Now, what's that number? Oh, gosh, man. I, you know, I, I got to be eight figures. You just got to understand that he probably just going to have access. I, 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 think, I think he would have high six figures. Like well, high six figures. He's I, cheap I, making 50K. So Yeah, and, and here's the thing. And you shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> you should not. Well, you're building wealth. You absolutely should not cheat. And if y'all build wealth together, you should actually have enough respect that you you love her too much to, to fucking cheat on her, right? Yeah. Now, I am not an anti-cheating person, right? I'm not even going to let y'all sit here and think that okay. I'm like super fucking monogamous and all this shit, all right? What I do believe is that as men, right, because you, you started it off, men, should ha men have preferences. Mm -hmm. I think that whoever you are as a man, right, which means that you're going to have to accept whoever she is as a woman. I think you got to be able to have these conversations of what's the things that you like, what's your fantasies, what's your desires, right? I think – so I'm going to counter that I think a lot of men that have money don't cheat, right? Mm. I, 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 I do think what, what Kevin Samuels was even trying to say that day of exercising options, but he, he didn't fully convey it because I don't think he knew, is that these are conversations that you have with your woman. A lot of, a lot of men that have women – a lot of men that have a ton of a fuck ton of money that have women, they their women have already had the conversation of like, hey, she's around, she's gonna be around, right? Mm -hmm. That's my baby mama, that's my ex wife. I take care of her, right? She's yeah. not she's not going anywhere. I love you, I want to be with you, but I do take care of this woman right here. And it's one of those things that's you know, what's understood doesn't need to be said. Okay, right? Yeah, and and, and that is different from cheating. Right. Mm. This idea of sneaking behind backs and stuff like a man is handling all his business and he takes care of his kids or his ex-wife or, you know, ex-girlfriend or, you know, his high school sweetheart, college sweetheart. The men that are doing that, he doesn't he, he's not hiding it from his wife when he's over there. Yeah, right? no. You know what I'm saying? Like he, no, he, no. he's pretty much along the lines of like, hey, I got to go drop something off at the kid's place. Uh, I'll be home tonight. Right. Yeah. So she knows he gets off at, you know at five but yeah. she knows that you know what he owns the fucking business or he runs the fucking business so if he leaves at three i don't know yeah. right so if he's with them from three to fucking eight thirty or nine yeah he gets home at nine thirty she's just like eh it's the cost of doing business yeah now i'm not excusing the shit right i'm not for the women that don't understand that and saying no that never happened to me yeah. all right fine but you would never have access to that man because that man is not going to lie that man is going to be clear in his expectations 
and his determinations. He's he's going to be clear. He's going to say, like, hey, if you date me, this comes with me. This comes with me. <laughs> yeah, and you know, um, but that's not what this fucking fucktard was saying, right? Yeah. <laughs> he's just saying that all men cheat. And I'm sorry, if you make fucking $45,000 a year. You, you can't afford to cheat. You can't afford to cheat. And why? Who, who the fuck are you cheating with? That's the other par- problem. Like, you, well, you cheating with this short at McDonald's. Oh, yeah, you cheating with the chick you work with. Yeah. And you, then now you, both of y'all lose your jobs yeah. and your wife kicking you out. Like, you, no, you, you can't. Yeah. Some, some of us cannot afford to cheat, bro. Absolutely. And, you know, some of us are too busy to cheat. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, it was funny. I remember when I was dating uh, my now wife, but I was dating her, and I asked her a joke. I was like, yo, I wouldn't even know, because I'm going to be completely honest. I don't know not one of my wife's ex's name. <laughs> I never asked. Yeah. And I she never gave me no information. And I didn't care. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? But like, I told her. I was it's like, mine's now. Yeah. Christopher fucking Columbus. Yeah. So, <laughs> and so I was laughing with her. When I was like, yo, I wouldn't even know if you had a whole nother dude. Because I, I think I had made a joke to her about like, yo, have you been on a date since we've been whatever together? And she was like, yeah, it was just whack, blah, blah, blah. And she didn't tell me who, whatever. We kept it moving. Yeah. I was like, how you know I ain't out here? She was like. Uh, I know your work schedule, and I know it, you only have availability to cheat this day every week. And I was like, <laughs> how do you know that? She said, well, I'm with you the other two days, so I just figured if my day off, yo, if you got enough energy, it, yeah. and you're not tired, then you're going to do what you want to do as a man. Yeah. But she was just like, I take up the rest of your time. You don't got time to do that. Yeah. And I laughed because I'm like, damn, she right. You know, now I look at it like what I told you today. You text me. He's like, yo, what time are we recording? I'm like, bruh. I would be at this location yeah. from start to finish. Like, yep. did, you know, after this, we both going to pick up our kids. Yep. We going home. You know, it's always like that. But some of y'all, y'all salaries don't match up. Oh, I got to, sorry. I got to divert. You men was on my ass last week about these damn things, about me saying, yo, um, some of y'all don't have the salary to be having kids out of wedlock. Yes. And it was a couple of dudes in my DMs who was highly upset. And one of you cats told me how you was broke how you was in debt, but you got two car notes and two kids in a, a high-ass daycare, a high-end daycare, and it blew my mind, which proved my point. Why would you want to do that to yourself? And I told bruh, I said, nothing. He was telling me, like, yo, you're just the woman I love, you know, whatever. And I told him, I said, bruh, nothing is cute about having kids in poverty. If that's the woman that he loves, why why, why is he not married to her? That was my, that, I, he stopped writing me after that. Yeah, like, like here's the thing. <laughs> me, me and, they don't do it as much as women, but men do trap women, you know, with with children, mm-hmm. right? That is that is unfair. That's unfair to the child. That's unfair to the woman. And guess what, fucktard? It's unfair to you, right? Because mm-hmm. kids aren't cheap. And if y'all are not together, if y'all do not live in the in the same location, we did the numbers last season, right? In ten years, you are down three hundred thousand dollars if you and her live in separate places and y'all have one child together. That's what it, when you count in rent, when you count in utilities, when you count in all additional expenses that you both are doing at the same fucking time, bro. It's stupid for the same fucking child, right? It's stupid, bro. It's stupid. You. So why would you do that to yourself if you cannot commit to this woman, right? If you can't afford this woman, putting a baby in her, right? And I and I get it. Some guys do do that. Mm-hmm. Cut that shit out, man. Like you need to be men need to be married in general, right? Men need to be married. And then this idea of, well, if I get married, I'll fuck around with my wife. You got to kill that shit, too. Yeah, if, you, if you're if not grown enough to walk up to your woman and say, hey, I want another woman here, yeah. bro, you ain't grown enough to cheat. 
Yeah, absolutely. Look and look, I don't know what you, I don't know where y'all get energy from. I be tired, bro. <laughs> Literally. Now that has something to do with me having a 10 month old. Yeah. But I be tired. And you, you know, look, some of y'all, y'all just need to hire professionals. And it'll take a lot of stuff off of y'all because a lot of y'all can't afford y'all can't even afford the professionals. So that might be bad advice. Don't listen to me. <laughs> no, they need to get married. Men need I, to be what, married, that's bro. The next, that's the next Men thing. need to be married. Like, I don't, I don't know, like, again. Having having children out of wedlock, not weird. Getting married, weird. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking bizarro world, bro. Absolutely. All right. And so, all right. So now we got to get into some preferences. Yes. Because we was talking about body types. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, me this and a couple of my homegirls actually had to have this conversation. This I was like, you know what? I was like, let, let, uh, all right. Let's, I was like, let's, let's drop into this, right? <laughs> I was like, are men still allowed to have a preference no. in the type of woman that they are attracted to, right? Mm. And they were just like, well, what do you mean by that? And I was like, all right. Oh, God, I wish I had the article, right? Because it was an article on body types, right? Okay. So, as men, right? Okay. There, let's say there's three different types of body types, right? Okay. So, there's there's slim, right? Okay. So, what, what's, who's a slim girl? Like, who, who's somebody that's really, really slim? Coy LeRae. Uh, you want, like, real, like, skinny? Yeah, just, okay. Okay. So let's say, all right, so let's say, all right, so let's say beyond thick, right? Beyond thick would be Ashley Graham. Yeah, yeah. All right, so she would be, plus size. She, she'd be beyond thick. She'd yeah. be plus size, BBW. right? All right, so she let's say, her. so let's say that like slim thick would be between, uh, slim thick is, hold on. Between Kelly Rowland and, and Beyonce, right? Okay. That would I'll be, slim, that. that's from slim thick to Beyonce, right? So Beyonce Kelly is Rowland. thick. Okay. All right. That's fair. I think Kelly Rowland would qualify as slim thick. Or she qualifies slim. Nah, she could. Yeah, she's slim. She's slim. Yeah, but right. she like nothing. So, all right, never mind. I'm not going. Drea. All right, Drea would be slim thick. Absolutely. All right, so Drea slim thick. So from Drea to Beyonce, that's the middle. Okay. Ashley Graham would be plus. Side, how fine plus, she she'd be yeah. God, she fine. She fine. <laughs> <laughs> she she'd be she'd be like beyond thick, and then we'd have like it, Kelly Rowland would be slim, right? Okay. Yes. All right, as a man. Can you have a preference on what you like? Can I have a preference on Ashley Graham, Drea to Beyonce, or Kelly Rowland? Am I allowed that in this society, man? Like, it, why is that offensive? Because you're not allowed to disqualify women. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, we know why. <laughs> like, we gotta stop this. We, we, yes, we have to stop this because we gotta, we have to allow men to get back to the point to where as I can say, Ashley Graham, you fine. Yes, right? Mm-hmm. Beyonce to Drea. You fine. Yes. Kelly Rowland. Hell yeah. Yes, right? <laughs> <laughs> I have to be allowed to do that, man. You cannot look at me and say, well, Mike, mm. if you don't want Ashley Graham, you can't have Kelly Rowland. Fuck you. Absolutely. Yes, the fuck I can. I can make a decision on this, right? So when I so when I meet women, like all, all my homegirls, they always have this, like, this run joke, like, you know, Mike only dates skinny their words, right? Mike only dates skinny bitches, and it's like, no, I, I don't, I don't only date skinny women. Like, yeah. yo, like sometimes, I, sometimes I enjoy some Ashley Graham, right? Like, you know, oh, my camera. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes I, I do. Nah, you, I've, I've seen you out. I've seen you talk to. I've seen. I'm not putting your, your past out there because yeah. I don't know. But I've seen you with girls. They weren't skinny. Yeah. Mike like thick chicks too. Yeah, I like thick chicks too. Yeah. I, I like thick that chicks too. Yeah, so it's like, but it's like, yo, but I can have a preference, right? Your brother only he definitely has a preference for long hair. 
Yeah, yeah. That's somebody who, boy. But we are allowed <laughs> that. Like, we are allowed to have preferences, man. Like, me saying that this is what I like isn't me saying everybody else needs to go to hell. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, so we at work one day. Um, this is when I was working at the hotel. And so I'm in an office where, give or take, it's 20 people in the office. It's me and four other dudes. Other four other dudes. Two of the dudes are gay. And me and the other dude are married. I'm saying that to say everybody besides the other married dude in the office told me my preference in the office and they were laughing. Yeah. And I was just like, what do you mean? And they was like, yo, and mind you, they had only seen me talk to one girl who's now my yeah. wife, but then they saw all the other chicks who I would always point out like, oh yeah, she's fine. She looks good. Yeah. And they gave me my whole round, sh- like my whole rap sheet. So it's funny to hear you say these girls told you what yours was. Yeah. And then, but the joke is they always think like, Oh, you wouldn't like this on, you know, you're disqualifying this woman. Only thing I don't like, I'll be honest with you, I don't like thigh gap, but that's a whole other subject. See, I like a little thigh gap. Fuck that. Yeah, see, and and, <laughs> and, and, and that's why men are allowed to have, because if, if you say that we're not allowed to have preferences, what y'all are saying is, you got to like whatever the bulk majority of everybody. Mm-hmm. Y- like, or you got to like me. Are y'all really going to leave all my little skinny women out here? Man, I love them little skinny girls, man. I love them little skinny girls. <sighs> Look, man. man, when I go to the strip club, y'all already know what I'm looking for, what I want. You, I can't wait till we get to part part of this podcast where you be like, "Yo, men got to stay at the strip club because then we gonna argue for real." I, mean, <laughs> I, I absolutely do not think um, <laughs> men should stay out of the strip club, and I believe that sex work is real work. So, do you do you <laughs> do you look at the skinny chick at the strip club too? The slim thick chick. Yeah. Well, slim thick is my preference. I said skinny. Okay. But slim thick is my preference. Like, so I need I need the small waist. The uh, you know this no this we just go we gonna get canceled. <laughs> Slim thick is my personal preference, and I'm allowed to give my personal preference, right? So it's like, and I'm not going to let y'all shame. Matter of fact, we're going to start a segment every week on on here where we're going to come in here, and we're going to say men's preferences, whether it's hair, whether it's the way. We're allowed to have that, because how can I be attracted to a woman if I'm not allowed to say what the fuck I like about a woman? Jeez. I'm laughing because on my bachelor uh, party, Mike didn't go with us to the strip club, so I never seen Mike in the type of strippers he liked. And that's funny. So that's why. And so I, I love all, I, I mean, I love all types of strippers, man. Look. Look, I mean, so, so here's the thing I love, I love, I love pretty women, right? Yeah. Now, to all the women that are watching this that are not pretty that have been with me, that's you not, are loved. You're loved too, right? But <laughs> to all the women that, are, that, that people have known me to be with, right? I, I, I love a pretty face, right? Like, that's why I love, like, an Ashley Graham. So if I walk in the strip club, like, let's say I walk in the strip club, and let's say it's it's 12 Dreas in there. Okay. And then it's one Ashley Graham. Yeah. I'm going for the Ashley Graham. Absolutely. I, I, I like fine. I like what's hard, man. Yeah. I like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like that, to me, give, give me the, give, give me what everybody else don't have. If, every, if everybody else is wearing one thing, I'm going to go in the complete opposite direction. I've always been that way, right? I'm, I'm a contrarian. To to the sense of I believe that the masses normally get it wrong, so like mm. and, and if I walk in there and it's it's you know twelve Ashley Grams, then give me the Drea, yeah, right. Like I really I really I'm really gonna choose kind of like what everybody else is not choosing in general, and I got enough confidence in myself that if I'm attracted to it, I don't give a fuck what anybody else think. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't, I, yeah, I don't I don't need anybody to cosign on what the fuck I'm attracted to, which Absolutely. is which is why I always say like yo. We have to be. We have to allow men to have preferences, right? Like if men, any woman that dates me knows that, like if you put 
Oh, I'm, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get. Let's do it. This. If you put we, if you put weave in your head, like it's a good chance I'm not coming over. <laughs> like <laughs> I just I can't I can't fucking handle it. I love planning hair too much. I I I love playing in my scratching my woman's scalp. I love playing in the kitchen. You know what I'm saying? Like I like to pull hair. If you have weave, you've taken everything that I enjoy doing with my woman <laughs> away from me. So I will be like, oh, I, I'm not coming over. I do not fucking like it. What's wrong with uh, weave? You know what? We'll do that in prefaces next week. Okay. We're, we're, we're going to do prefaces okay. next week. Absolutely. And, we, and we're going to do, man, prefaces on, you know, if you like natural. Yeah, we'll do that next week. All right. And fellas, please leave in the comments since this is a male podcast. Ladies, if you're listening. We want to thank you for supporting. <laughs> and, you know, please support our highest tier when we get a subscription-based uh, podcast. But um, you know what's funny? Two things you should do. You should ask women what their preferences are, and it's super funny to hear. Oh, I always ask women what their preferences It's I, the you, you, funniest you, shit to hear, So this is, this is the funniest fucking shit, man. This is funny. This is, all right, and we, we can end with this. Okay. All right. I am never... What women expect <laughs> when 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 I when I'm with the chick, right? Absolutely. I am shorter than most men than, than, than what they have. Okay. Like I, I do not have any fucking hair on my head. Women love fucking dudes with dreads now. Mm-hmm. So it's like I'm never offended though, right? Yeah. Because it's like, yo, I gotta try to convince you, anyway. Yeah. Right. So it's like as a man, like as men, we constantly deal with women that we're not their their preferences, right? Yeah. And we, and we tolerate this shit, man. We we will sit we will sit at TV. Sitting right next to our woman, and she'll see motherfucking goddamn Ildris Elbow or Jason Momoa go across the street mm-hmm. and say some dumb shit like, mm, right? Mm-hmm. And we don't overreact about that shit yeah. because we like, whatever, right? Yeah. It's, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's an infatuation, not a big deal. Yeah. God forbid you do that. You you try that fucking shit sometimes, right? No. You 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 damn near gonna have to fucking call the goddamn cops <laughs> <laughs> because she gonna she gonna try to assault you. Look, I was who was I with? Was it Darnell? I want to say it was Nail, and we was all, all four of us was having a conversation. No, it was Nail's wife. Shout out to Brittany. And she goes, Gavin, who would your wife let you get a hall pass with? Like, who is like, who is the woman? Yeah. So I named out a list. And so she was just like, damn, she's going to let you get a hall pass? I'm like, yeah, yeah, she already knows, like, this is what it is. But it was funny because all of us, now mind you, all of us are married. Yeah, yeah. And so everybody, my wife knew my list, I knew her list. Brittany knew her man list. Yeah. He knew, uh, you know, her list. So it was super funny. But I always like to ask women their preferences. And then I also always, the joke for me is, ask women, especially, well, ask women that go to strip clubs, what's their preferences on strippers? They will blow your mind. It be the stupidest, ugliest shit you've ever heard, bro. They like builder bear bitches. Like, <laughs> I don't even know how else to say it. It be the weirdest. And you be like, no, that's the chick who definitely, like, like nobody like plastic, but whatever, paper over plastic. Yeah, 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 yeah. All day, all anyway, day. Anyway, yo, I want to thank y'all for listening, for tuning in. Please, I'm gonna put it on Spotify. If you don't have Spotify, go on Spotify right now. Look in the comments, and we're asking, "What is your preferences, fellas?" You gotta let us know. And with that, we're gonna holler at y'all next time. Holler at your boy.